0: You're listening to marist connections a podcast produced by the marist alumni office which highlights members of the marist family including our alumni students faculty staff coaches and many more hey everyone my name is amanda benton i'm an assistant director of alumni relations and a graduate from the class of 2011. for the fifth season of marist connections we're highlighting student life on campus interviewing students coaches faculty and staff about their experiences Today, we have Brother Frank and students Rietta Steffen and Dulcie Beauregard to talk with us about campus ministry. Rietta Steffen is a junior in the honors program, majoring in English with a minor in psychology. She serves on the advisory board for campus ministry, leads Catholic Connections, and is a peer mentor. Rietta is also a student worker in Bern and and works at Cafe 40 in Poughkeepsie. Hey, Rietta. Hello. Dulcie Beauregard is a senior in the honors program with a major in history and a minor in cinema studies and American studies. She serves on the advisory board for campus ministry and leads a women's spirit group. She has also partaken in Christ Life, gospel choir, and weekly community service. Dulcie also works for SNAP on campus and has interned for the Marist History Department and a food pantry. Good morning, Dulcie.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Brother Frank Kelly is the director of campus ministry where he (coughs) oversees on all campus gospel groups, the the chapel choir, Arise, a non-denominational student group, the Giving Tree Project, and residence hall outreach. He graduated from Marist in 1973 with a degree in history. Brother Frank also serves as membership committee chairperson for the alumni executive board, is involved with Greek life and advises TDX fraternity, mentors men's lacrosse and soccer, is a member of the Catholic Studies Committee, serves as co-director for the St. Marcelin Champagne Endowment, and is highly involved with Champagne Hall Residence Life. You're a very busy man, Brother Frank.
2: Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> it's true, but it's fun. <coughs> good, good, uh, hello, everyone who's listening.
0: <laughs> welcome, welcome. So, Brother Frank, I'm going to start with you, since you kind of have an overarching view here. What is the overview of campus ministry, and what role does it kind of play here at Marist?
2: When we talk about education at Marist, we always talk about holistic education, that we are here to help students to grow in body, mind, and spirit. So that—that that is the basic mission, is that we are a department which fosters the spiritual and religious growth of, of students on campus. Our, our motto is good people doing good things together in the name of God.
0: I like that.
1: I just want to add that I love that campus ministry is a community where anyone can come together and just come together to serve.
0: That's nice. So when we talk about campus ministry, there's like a lot of different branches, a lot of different subgroups. How, how does that work and kind of what is the structure of it and what other groups are a part of it?
2: Well, I serve as director of campus ministry, then there are several other campus ministers who are involved. And each of them has certain responsibilities within the department. So we have the structure is that we have a, a monthly what we call community meeting, and we do four of those back to back in the theater so we can fit people, and um, that's an opportunity for the larger membership to come together to see each other to greet each other, to pray together, and then to hear about what we're going what we're going to be doing that month and what we might need their help with. Um, And then at other times during the month, we have uh, all of our what we call our small faith groups running. So for instance, we have a Catholic Student Association, we have Arise, uh, and we have Quest for the mainline uh, Protestant students. And then we also work closely with uh, our Jewish rabbi, and she is connected to Hillel. She works with the campus on Hillel. So that's the structure. Besides that, we have small faith groups, um, men, what we call men's spirit, women's spirit. They're very popular. Many of the alumni have been part of those groups in years past. Um, and we have uh, Bible study, and we also provide uh, opportunities for students to gather for gospel reflection once a week uh, on the gospels.
0: So you mentioned uh, having to do it in the Nellie Galletti Theater so that you all fit. About how many students on campus are involved in campus ministry in one aspect or another?
2: Well, we have uh, on our books, on our list, our roster, about a 1,000 students. So we, <clears throat> when we mail out, we're, we're talking to about 1,000 students. Uh, like every group on campus, we took a hit with COVID. Sure. And the comeback has been uh, slow um, and small uh, so we have um, uh, the numbers are not as, as large active membership right now is not as large but that's across the board and everybody is attempting to rebuild you know their their programs on campus um, we had a we had a pretty good uh, sign up of the freshman class this past year this year software class that's the COVID class that that we we have a hit with that group so um, the numbers are not what they were uh, but our goal is to work at increasing you know each year as we go along again
0: sure and so Dulcie, what is your role within campus ministry and what kind of groups are you involved with
1: so Rietta and I are both on the campus ministry advisory board which we had to interview for at the end of our freshman year and we really focus on leading and organizing the community meetings we do the prayers we put together some fun games and activities sometimes but of course we focus on the faith and service and i also lead a women's spirit group like brother frank was talking about the small groups and i think that is a great group on campus it's for first year women to join and just come together and talk about anything that's going on in their lives and i really enjoy leading that group because i think it's a great way for first year students to come together and meet and just connect.
0: Within that uh, advisory group, do you guys take on specific projects that you focus on or do you generally work as a a team all together?
3: Generally we work as a team all together Mm -hmm. and we bounce ideas off of each other and use each other as like support and getting everything together.
0: That's awesome. And Rietta, what kind of is your special roles within Campus Ministries? I believe you oversee a group as well, correct?
3: I do. So like Dulcie said, I am a student on the advisory board. Um, This past semester with the Giving Tree program, I got the opportunity to serve on the Giving Tree committee. And then I also oversee and run a Catholic Connections group, which is for the Catholic students within Campus Ministry to come and grow more in their faith and meet people who are like-minded and have the same like general values as they do and just we meet once a week on Mondays when we don't have our campus ministry meetings and it's just a time for people to come together make new friends and talk about whatever they want to talk about.
0: It seems like an overarching theme between all the different groups that you've talked about is that this is a place where you just kind of form relationships and yes. like support. And I think that's really, really important for students on campus. Definitely. Yes um you also briefly mentioned the giving tree which is probably one of the most well known uh service projects that campus ministry is involved with Um, can you talk a little bit more about what that entails how many families um, are impacted by that and maybe some of the history behind it absolutely so this year we actually just celebrated our 30th annual giving tree celebration um
3: which a lot of the alumni had started, and at our Giving Tree ceremony, we had one of the founders of the Giving Tree, Jennifer DeFelice, come and join us and talk about how she and a couple other of her friends have came together and started the Giving Tree. Um, so this year, we served 31 families. There was about 990 gifts asked for, and we were able to fulfill pretty much all of them, Um, and then we sent them out to the agencies. The agencies came and picked up their gifts today so that the families can have bright smiles and fun times seeing all the gifts under their tree.
0: That's amazing. And I know as someone who's on campus, it's always, Amazing to see the trees go up, how quickly those um, gift requests get taken by students and faculty and staff. And then um, I've been to the Giving Tree Mass, which is usually held in the chapel, at least it used to be. Um, And just to see all of them uh, come together, it's a really, really kind of beautiful moment for the campus. And everyone gets involved.
2: Yeah, all across the board, uh, administrators, faculty, staff, students. The generosity is amazing. the outpouring, you know, because everyone's concerned about finances right now, and and but we we marched on. It was a great year so far for us with with campus ministry. 18 bikes were requested, 18 bikes were received, uh, and we have we count a lot on the athletic teams okay. to help us with uh, with the big items like the bikes and the uh, RSCs and the various housing units. They also take. They'll take our microwaves, um, you know, air fryers, all those type sure. things. And the, and the students work together raising money uh, to buy that. So all uh, all points to, a, again, another very successful Giving Tree this year.
0: That's great. That's great. So Giving Tree is obviously the one that is, like, just <laughs> wrapping up. Um, what other projects or service things have happened this semester? Uh, I don't know, do you want to
1: take that one? So, um, some of the other activities we do is we dedicate um, the month of November to Hunger Month, and we do the Hunger Walk, and so many teams and people come out. I know the president came out and spoke this year, um, which is amazing, and we get a lot of donations from Buck Hunger Days, and we also have the Hunger Meal, which demonstrates to students what it would be like to go to bed hungry at night.
0: Do you guys have any events or initiatives planned for next semester?
1: Um, next semester, we're really just going to
3: focus on and like hone in on our campus ministry meetings and the small faith groups that Brother Frank has mentioned and just building those back up and getting them back to where they used to be. Our,
2: our, our attitude in the second semester is, um, is uh, that we have two major first semester projects. Now we need to give other groups and clubs opportunities to step up for major opportunities. And our job has always been to support them, promote them, and be involved in their work. And at the end of the year, we do run um, a, a clothing collection at the end of the year. So the last week of spring, last year, was very successful. We've got students donated a lot of clothing, and that goes to the local shelter.
0: Okay,
1: And of course, um, we will also have the weekly community service and focus on that in the schools and local food pantries and such.
0: Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like what sort of projects are they involved with?
1: Yeah, so from my personal experience my freshman year, every week for weekly community service, a student goes for two hours during the week, and you really just connect with people in Poughkeepsie. It's nice to get out of that Marist bubble, and I helped students. Um, I just talked with them, helped with their homework, et cetera, and it's something that a lot of Marist students do, and it's great to just get out in the community
3: community service is overseen by brother michael and he has van drivers come out so if they don't want to go into the schools they can drive the vans Um, there's also monthly community service
0: other than weekly
3: community service um
0: yeah and brother frank how do you see that that relationship with the community kind of strengthens both marist as a whole but also the students who are involved with it
2: the community is, is the community is incredibly um, positive towards Marist. I think our program, one of many service programs on the campus, um, it, it really uh, sings our praise in the community. People are so appreciative that our students will take time to go into the schools. We go to nursing homes. We go to after-school programs, uh, and they're amazed at their generosity and their and they love their uh, their gift for life. That youthfulness that they bring, and the little kids, the little kids at the schools, uh, just love them. I mean, they just look up to them, you know, so much.
0: Sure. Um, Zooming out a little bit, just because we connect with a lot of alumni via this podcast. um, Do you keep in touch with alumni who were part of campus ministry? Are they still connected to you, to the campus? Um, And do you find that they continue to foster a commitment to service?
2: Um, I think. I'll try to answer it a number of ways. <clears throat> Every once in a while the the office will put out uh, some kind of an update memo to uh, the former advisory board members. And sometimes we send it to the general the general population as well. <clears throat> so there's an opportunity for them to um, you know get an update as to what's going on in campus ministry. Um, we' probably more than anybody else keep connection with our alumni board. Uh, members, the, the students who were part of our uh, advisory board while they were here. Um, we do hear from them. They, uh, we still have, uh, we have Kenny Cochran who has come to every single Giving Tree ceremony since he graduated. Uh, he has been in that chapel on that Sunday night, he was here again this year. Uh, and we have students who uh, send us a call up and say, would you send me a tag, a gift, or can I send a check to help? So um, I think there's, there's high interest. And uh, I have the opportunity to, um, you know, to engage with alumni um, in a lot of different venues. And their questions about Marist and campus ministry are always a priority. How's campus ministry going? Are you still doing community service? Are you still doing the giving tree? So uh, yeah, I, I would say uh, even if they weren't involved in campus ministry while they were here, every graduate knows about campus ministry and the uh, the good work that we do
3: and the impact yeah. yeah i will say that um i talked to jennifer after the mass on sunday and she had said something to me about loving and like living your life here at marist but that even after graduation like marist never leaves you and that just goes to show how much strength there is in the community here
2: there, there is a, a another point that you raised. Um, there is, there are a number of, of alumni out there who have kept that service component as part of their lives. Uh, they're doing pro bono work, or they're going into soup kitchens, uh, or uh, even some of them working volunteer, um, you know, with youth groups and stuff like that, where they are in their homes. So I think it's, it's something that, I think that's something they come here with. It's something that we help blossom. And it's something that they take with them for their lives.
0: If alumni are interested in staying in contact more, being more aware of what you guys put out there, do you guys have social media or a website where they can follow along?
1: We do have an Instagram. It's at Marist Ministry.
2: We have a a Facebook page. So um,
3: generally the same. It's Facebook, Twitter. We used to have like Snapchat, but it's not as active as the Instagram page. The Instagram page is our main shout out as well as emails that
0: get sent out. Oh. Um, so, switching gears a little, I wanted to connect with you to the students um, about your experiences at Marist as a whole. Um, do you have a favorite experience or a time that you can think of at Marist? And I'm gonna start with you.
3: Oh gosh, I have a lot of fun times here at Marist. I mean, to be fair, COVID hit my second semester freshman year, so I didn't get a lot of on-campus opportunities so I missed out on a lot of that like bond building times Um, but that just goes back to my Catholic connections that I started with because I was very involved in that back home so I just knew that like I needed to find my people Um, and so I will say that one of my fondest memories within that group itself is our first meeting we played bingo and I had won twice and it caused a lot of people in that group to like know me as the girl who won bingo twice <laughs> so it's kind of fun to still like walk around campus and people are like you're the girl who won bingo twice and I
0: was like yeah that's me <laughs> three um, years later <laughs> yeah like I'm still the girl who won bingo twice like, um, that's awesome yeah. and how much yeah
1: I think it's so hard to pinpoint a favorite experience and honestly I know it's cliche. But all of my favorite memories are with the friends that I've made here because there's such a strong connection between Marist students and the type of people they are. I will never forget my friends here, I'll be friends with them for life, and I'll never forget the connections I've made at Campus Ministry either. One of my favorite things, obviously we talked about it a lot tonight, is the Giving Tree, because. It is just such a warm feeling you have when you're looking at all the gifts in the chapel and the piles of them, and knowing that you're doing something good and people have come together for this. So that's definitely one of my favorite memories at Marist.
3: I kind of piggybacking off what Dulcie was saying, prior to coming to Marist and like touring the school, um, I toured here a lot because I just fell in love with the place once I stepped foot on campus. And my parents came with me for the first one and they talked about how, high-spirited the campus students are and how everyone's always wearing like Marist apparel and it's not just a game day that they're wearing Marist apparel it's they're just wearing Marist apparel because they're proud of their school and I come from a large family and they said that Marist is the most that they've seen students actually support their school and like wear the apparel and just really get engaged on campus then I came another time with my aunt And she had told me that she's too cynical for this place because everyone's so happy here. (laughs) So that's just, it's one of my favorite memories with like before coming
0: here, just, just already knowing that I'm coming into a happy and upbeat place that's awesome um you mentioned uh COVID a little bit and brother frank referenced it a little bit earlier other than attendance for some of these events has it had any other impact on what campus ministry and your individual groups are able to do um a little bit with like not being able
3: to go out into the community mm-hmm. as much and not being able to do like service opportunities as much i'm happy that like weekly community service is back up and running Um, But as far as other minor, like, little service things, it's hard to get people to agree to
1: let you do service because you can't go into the buildings. Uh, From my personal experience, like, the school that I volunteered at shut down. So I feel like a lot of things in the Marist community and Poughkeepsie community have just changed in that way. But we're persevering, and hopefully we can get people to start engaging more again with the community.
2: Yeah, we heard St. Peter's School Mm -hmm. uh, in Hyde Park um, closed during this process and and that was heartbreaking we heard from so many alumni who who the students going to St. Peter's love it it's the absolute favorite place to go for Marist service the school just had this spirit about it so it was a real loss uh, for them and for uh, the, the Marist kids and uh, I'm glad that so many alumni have a warm memory fond memories of St. Peter's
3: We also were unable to actually do the hunger meal in its full capacity this year because of COVID. So it was more so just explained and then offered to the students to like do it on their own kind of thing. Just have a bowl of broth and rice before going to bed and then not eat anything else. And just to experience and know what it's like to go to bed hungry and wake up hungry. So that is one thing that I participated in freshman year prior to COVID that I am sad that other people cannot get
0: to experience right now because of it. So. Um, Brother Frank, I don't, I don't know if you know the answer to this question um, or if it really falls under campus ministry, but can you talk a little bit how there's been like an expansion with uh, Jewish students and Muslim students and the different organizations and support for them on campus?
2: Um, yeah, they're... they're uh, Certainly, the we have increased the numbers of students in both of those uh, those groups, uh, and we have a uh, very active halal. Uh, they just had a uh, Hanukkah candle lighting and a, a party, which there were like forty-two people at. It was very successful, um, and the Muslim student group um, is again part of the halal. Uh, and the Muslim student group are clubs, uh, so we. We liaison with them, but they don't come under campus ministry. And we have a rabbi you know, that has, is part of our staff now, too. So that was a, a valuable uh, asset to us in campus ministry. She brings a real uh, different perspective.
0: Awesome. Um, did anyone have anything else they wanted to add before we wrap up today?
2: I think, I think so. we're good. I want to <laughs> I wanna, wanna wish all, all the people who are listening and all the alumni a very merry and blessed Christmas and happy holiday season, and come visit Maris. come home.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, great. Merry Christmas, everyone. I think we can say that in front of our closing. Um, Dulcie, Rietta, Brother Frank, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat about campus ministry with us today. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Of fun. course, of course. I always enjoy these. Um, for those listening, we'll hope you'll join us again next week as we continue our series, Spotlighting What's Happening Here on the Ground at Marist. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can keep in touch and know every time we post a new episode of Marist Connections. We will continue to bring you conversations with students, faculty, staff, alumni, coaches, and others to the, essential to the Marist community. If you have suggestions for future podcast themes or guests, please email maristalumni at marist.edu. Be sure to also check out Marist Alumni on Facebook or official Marist Alumni on Instagram. And have a great day, everyone.